0: You are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. To all the killers and the hundred dollar fillers. For real niggas who ain't got no feelings. Just watch my back. I got this Check it out now. come close to, I can see it inside your face, you in the wrong place, cowards like you just get their whole body laced up, with bullet holes and sucks, speak the wrong words man and you will get touched, you can put your whole army against my teammate, I guarantee you it'll be your very last time breathing, your simple words just don't move me, You're minor, we major, you're all up in the game and don't deserve to be a player, don't make me have to call your name out, Recruit crew is February. my gunshots will make you levitate Location. When the slugs penetrate You feel a burning sensation Getting closer to God In a tight situation now Take these words home and think it through Or the next rhyme I'm right Might be about I you Sonny, show sure. ain't no such thing Number nineteen Scared to death On my list of all-time great albums Which I'm featuring over the next couple of weeks Mob deep, the infamous Now, although I have this at 19th on my list I would say in my own personal, as far as albums that have influenced me, this is definitely top seven, top six. I listened to this album cover to cover in multiple stints in high school, college, and as a young adult. I lived in Korea back in 2008 and and listened to, rediscovered the infamous and listened to it over and over again as I was living in Seoul, Korea getting on the train, going to school, going to grad school at the University of Seoul. On foot a lot because I couldn't drive while I was over there taking the trains, taking cabs. I had this thing bumping. This was like the soundtrack of my time in Korea that I rediscovered as a 29-year-old. During this era, Prodigy was at his prime. This was before Prodigy had struggles with drugs. And his and his sickle cell anemia disease really started to get to him. Hello on Earth was dope too, but by the time you got into the third album and Prodigy was going solo, he wasn't really the same dude. Some of his some of his lyrics didn't rhyme, he was really struggling, he was slurring his words. But this this album was so grimy and dark and haunting. Havoc is such an underrated producer. Nobody ever talks about Havoc. When they talk about the Pete Rocks of the world, the premieres of the world, the Rizzes of the world, Dr. Dre's of the world, nobody ever talks about Havoc. But Havoc was was an amazing producer. This album was so well produced. So many bangers beyond just the Shook Ones, which is an iconic, grimy hip hop beat. Survival of the Fittest, Temperatures Rising, which was a Q-Tip beat, Give Up the Goods, so many dope beats by 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 Havoc on this Mob Deep album and Prodigy just crushed it. Prodigy just a young 20-year-old in his prime. Mob Deep were were those two little dudes that were five, six, 130 pounds, but would pull out, but would pull out that K on you and tell you to run your jewelry. You felt that you grew up. If you listen to this album. You felt that you grew up in Queensbridge, in the, in the Queensbridge houses. You felt that you grew up with, with Mob Deep and Big Noid and the Gambino Twins. And the best albums, they, they take you there. They make you feel like you were there. I've never even been to Queensbridge. I've never even driven through Queensbridge. But I feel, from listening to that album, I feel like I, feel like I was at the 41st Street, Queensbridge Straight Station. Getting jacked by these guys. The best albums, they changed slang. Mob Deep changed so much so much slang with the with the Dunn language, with the Dunny. Yo, what up, Dunn? It really painted a picture of what life was like in New York. They did a fantastic job. Mob Deep went on to have Hell and Earth was a great album. Then they started to kind of fall off a little bit, in my opinion. Prodigy's H and I C album was pretty dope. Rest in peace to to Prodigy. Uh, gone too soon from this earth, but but leaving a great legacy behind, and and I think the infamous was the was the zenith of Mob Deep, one of the best grimy rap hip hop albums ever. A lot of people bit off of Mob Deep, and it was just a fantastic album. I wanted to talk today. We have we have. I'm continuing my 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 HBCU tour. And I have I have my guy Ricky Court from Naturally Seven coming in. He's going to do an interview with us and talk about his career and his matriculation. Naturally Seven, fantastic group. Check them out. Check them out on, on Instagram. They do this seven part harmony and, and use their voices as like instruments. Similar to what Take Six does, but kind of like a Take Six on steroids. Like they they really do some fantastic vocal things within 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 their realm. But I want to talk about this new sensation that's sweeping the internet. Now, I told you guys, as someone that has been quarantined before, that by the time you get into 60 and 90 days, that, that you're going to start having imaginary friends, and, and that's okay. I see people having meltdowns on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. They're not introverted. They're not used to being by themselves. I'm an extrovert. I like being out in the streets. I love doing the show at Dave & Buster's with Rampage. I love going down to the studio at KDUS. I go to a lot of sports games. I go to a lot of Suns games. I go to Cardinals games. I go to the Fiesta Bowl every year. So being at home is not the, not the, not the best thing for me. However, I've been through this before because of personal health reasons. So I know what it's like to be quarantined for, for many, many months at a time. But like I said, you're going to start to have a, a clouded view of reality once you've been in the house for 60 to 90 days. Now, if you're with your kids and you're with your wife and you're making love to your wife and you're getting along with your wife and you're taking your kids out and throwing them the football, you're probably going to get through this better than you came in. But if you're single and you live in a 500-square-foot studio apartment like I did when I was in Seattle, Washington, it's, it's going to suck, and you have to find some way to entertain yourself. Rather, it's going to to nice and club quarantine or looking at the battles between the Rizza and DJ Premier. I'd love to see a Pete Rock versus Q-Tip battle. I'd love to see that. Or, or a Pete Rock versus Dr. Dre battle. How can we get? How can we get Madlib on the phone? Can we get MF Doom to come out of retirement and do a DJ set from from England? But the but the craze now is doing these these memes. It's it's basically you have an imaginary quarantine house. So I'm gonna read one of them, and you choose who would you want to be quarantined with. So I'm just reading a random one from Time Magazine. House one is is Justin Bieber. I would have me out automatically. Will Farrell, Kyle Jenner, Doctor Phil. Oh my gosh, sanctimonious Doctor Phil. Mindy Kaling. I don't even know who she is. House two is Reese Witherspoon, Miley Cyrus, crazy Quentin Tarantino, and a couple other people who I don't know. House three is David Blaine, Kanye West. I wouldn't want to be. I would not want to be in a quarantine with Kanye West for six months. Taylor Swift and Oprah. Now having Kanye, Taylor Swift, and Oprah—that's interesting. That that could be a, a very interesting combo because you have super ego Kanye West versus even bigger ego and more money in Oprah, and then you have perpetual victim Taylor Swift. House four. This this would be a train wreck. House. I I would rather I would rather take my chances getting COVID than be in House four which is Meghan Markley, who I don't really care for. I think the tabloids have been on her because cause she's black and they're racist. And they're mad that she married into royalty. I don't care about the the British family. I think, I think any people that follow the royal family, especially African-Americans in this country, out of their, they're out of their daggone mind. There's no way that I'm gonna follow and support the royal family. These are people that patented and trademarked international global slavery and racism. They literally have the patent. They have the they have the patent on global racism and slavery and enslavement of black and brown people. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna support the royal family. But then you got you got Meghan Markley. Then you got train wreck Demi Lovato. Now, I don't know if that's thin Demi or fat Demi or on drugs Demi. Or sober Demi, you really don't know what you're getting with her. Then you have Tina Fey, who's funny. I could see her making fun of the latter two people that the former two people that I mentioned. Excuse me, George Clooney and Dave Chappelle. So Dave Chappelle and George Clooney being putting 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 Megan Markley, Demi Lovato in a house with Dave Chappelle. I might have to retract that statement. Maybe I sit in a corner next to Dave Chappelle and watch him make very obvious but better articulated statements on the state of affairs within that house. House number five, J-Lo, that's a winner. LeBron James, that's a winner. Post Malone, uh, not so much. Jennifer Aniston, she seems to be pretty cool. Gordon Ramsay, I'm not a fan of him, but I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a shtick. I'm sure he's not F bombing his wife at home because because she burned the chicken. And then how sick she got Beyonce. I'm not a big Beyonce fan. I'm glad I'm not I'm glad that I own my own network now and I can say that. I had to kiss up to the beehive. I don't want beehive people in flooding my my box with bees. I'm just not a Beyonce fan. I I think that she's extremely overexposed. I I appreciate what she's done for the culture. Her set at Coachella was amazing. She's had an amazing career. She's gorgeous. She's married to Jay-Z, but I don't need to see Beyonce 27 times a day. I've, I've had enough. I get it. You're talented. You can dance. You have blonde hair. It makes you look kind of cuter than, than the average person, but I'm ready to move on. Ellen DeGeneres, I'm not a big Ellen DeGeneres fan. And a couple of other scrubs that I that I don't know, Emma Watson. I don't know who that is. And then Britney Spears. Once again, you have crazy people in the house. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna retract. I think House Four is the best. I think the I think the Demi Lovato, Megan Markley, Tina Fey, George Clooney, and Dave Chappelle. I think that's the best group of this. I saw one had Michelle Obama. I love Michelle Obama. I'm gonna take any group with Michelle Obama. And just sit and stare at her the entire time. Big fan of Michelle Obama. But that's what people are are reduced to. Here's another group for our for our wrap up segment for Ricky Court comes in. Bad Bunny. I don't know who that is. Megan the Stallion. I don't know who any of these people are. I don't know if this is a joke. Um Brad Pitt, Ladarius La- Marshall. And then there's there's Lizzo, Tracy Ellis Ross. Those are two annoying people. Courtney Kardashian. I wouldn't want to be in that house. I'd take my chances with COVID. Machine Gun Kelly Drake. I don't want to be in the house with them. Post Malone, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't this I don't I don't see those are not those are not people that I would want to quarantine with. i I would take my chances by myself and occasionally going out to Kroger, putting on the astronaut suit. So that I don't, don't get sneezed on. I was, I want to, I want to, before I close the segment, I do want to say that racism is still alive and well. Even though, even though the four horsemen of the apocalypse are riding through your town. I went out last night, two in the morning, needed to get some drinks. Don't like, I'm a person that avoids the, the Kroger lines. I don't want to be in Kroger for 30 minutes. I go to a Circle K gas station in Anthem, Arizona, where I live. I knew that nobody would be there. When I pull up, there's a policeman. The lady who's the overnight cashier or the only two people there. They're in the front and they're talking. I have my mask on, as many people have recommended that you wear. I'm wearing an N95 mask. I'm also wearing a hooded sweatshirt. Now, we're the only three people that are up at 2.30 in the morning. And I'm there. You're next to a police who's armed. Lady says to me, quote, you cannot go into the store with your hood and your mask on. And I said, why can't I do that? What, What would prevent me from doing that? Her answer, I BS you not. She said, because you're black. Ha, 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 ha. Now, of course, I start using language that I'm not going to use on the, on the radio show. I don't. My mom listens to this show. But I made it very clear to her that I, not, I did not think that that was a funny joke. And I, why, is, why is the fact that I'm black matter? So I repeated, I said, I can't come in because I'm black. What the bleep? She says, I didn't say that. You said that. I'm like, am I in the twilight zone? I was like, you just said that I can't come in because I'm black. Why does the fact that I'm black have anything to do with this at all? I'm just trying to get some water and some Gatorade. I want to be in, I want to be out. I'm trying to social distance. It's three in the morning. You're standing next to an armed police officer. She says, I'm not a racist. I said, look, lady, I don't know if you're a racist or not. I don't know you. You said that I can't come in because I'm black. I can't come in with a hood and a mask because I'm black. Now, whether you are joking or not, that's what you said. She says, no, I didn't say that. I said, you just said it. She said, your people are always the one that are obsessed with race, not me. That's exactly the exchange that I had at a Circle K last night. I said, you know what? I'm not going to argue with you because I don't want to get my cap peeled. I don't want to get my muffin cap peeled back blue. In the words of Kevin Hart, I don't want to get lit up at the end of the world. I got to worry about COVID killing me. I don't want this policeman to kill me because he says, well, you know, Mr. Lewis got extremely hostile. And we went to his Instagram page and we found a picture from him back when he was a sophomore in college and he was wearing a blue bandana. I don't, I don't want to deal with that. So I just got in my car. I got into my Range Rover. I went, to another, I went to another Circle K a couple of miles up the road, and then I went back to my house with my pool. And I got home safe, and I had plenty of Gatorade and water to drink, and I didn't have to deal with that. But racism is alive and well, even though we perhaps are entering into the end of the world as we're used to seeing it. I guess that's not deterring people from being racist. We'll be back with More Than Radio Network. After these messages, you are listening to the Blanche J. Radio Network. A pit sandwich and potato salad. I'll go a few more. You want that medium rail out of horseradish? All right, I did, little man. Thinking he might get weak on that cop getting shot. Yeah, where's the body? Drew it, hell uh, behind the reptile house. Get back in the weeds. We Michael go find what's left of him. All right, that's seven. What else you got? Uh, how about them witnesses? The security lady. And what's his name? The maintenance man. Gant? Yeah. You did Gant alone. Gotta tell a cell out of that You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network protect your personal information, call my guys down at 2nd IIT IT Security for your business, personal, and technology needs. These consummate professionals have 20 years of both private and public sector experience. I personally use this product to protect my financial information from the cesspool of charlatans, hackers, and scam artists on the World Wide Web. For a free consultation, go to www2 eyeit Tell them that the Wolf of Wall Street sent you and receive a special discounted offer. James Lewis. There's so many people walking around with the Best Buy polo. Then you have the Sprint people. Then you have the Geek Squad people. Then you have like the, Co- like the, the Cox Cable me. people. Right. So there are 38 people. Walking around at Best Buy, doing absolutely nothing. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Mode Squad. Can we say... No, we can't. We can't say that. We we cannot say that. Okay. Uh, We shouldn't say that. I'm I'm not saying that. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon Paragon, 7 Studios. studios. Here we go. Prepare your radio to be blast. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6... Five, four, three, two, one. You now tuned in to the Lance J Radio Show.